2: From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That, 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 that's some interdimensional. Shit. Oh <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
0: This is only the beginning.
2: There's you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your money? And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. How are you guys? Hello, Swarm. Good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know who I am, you know here to do. I am here to Rock! There we go. Joining me as always, my partner in crime, one of the uh one of the one of my favorite amigos, one of the most stable people I know. I don't know what that says about me, but my good friend and yours, Xavier Guerrero. Can are you okay? I we lost you. Can you hear me? No 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 nope. Can you hear him, Johnny?
3: It was really quiet, I barely, but I could. Uh, what's was... No? Nothing.
2: There we are. There we but, are. Yeah. Yeah, what can go wrong will go wrong. Also you know, no,
3: I, I should say this for everybody's benefit. When On Zoom, the way Zoom works is it only – it prioritizes one channel at a time. So, Sam, if you're talking and then he talk, starts talking while you're talking, then okay. I'm only going to hear you until basically you stop talking. Or okay, oh. and,
2: and good luck with that. Um. So, <laughs> but the
3: idea is to avoid crosstalk. I'll cut this okay. out. Yeah.
2: Please welcome Xavier Guerrero. What's up? there we go there we go Uh, xavier how is your podcast going
0: uh good good we got a we got a new episode today i never know who the guest is george just surprises sometimes it's a fat chick sometimes it's a hot chick
2: okay sometimes
0: it's just me and him yeah
2: all right that's what happens you know, you're keeping Why it Why you wrong. sound
0: always scared? You always sound scared when I when I talk about George's story. Well, you
2: know, we got a female guest. you talk about chunky people. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, he runs uh, B- Broken Simulation, a hot new show. It is the Sports Center of the Apocalypse, my good friend and yours, Johnny Woodard, a.k.a. Johnny Nice. What's up, Sam? How's it going, buddy? Johnny, doing well. We're going to record another uh, Broken Simulation this week. Had a nice business meeting involving the possibility of Broken Simulation. More news to come. Uh, Guys, I want you guys to check out my new spiritual podcast. It is called Zero. uh, Zero with Sam Tripoli. We have four episodes up right now. And uh, I love it, man. Going deep in the religion, spirituality. uh, That is available on Rock. Bin. That's R O K F I N dot com backslash or forward slash depending on if you are Johnny uh, at zero. Okay, zero. That's rocking. Depending on if
3: you want to actually reach the website. Forward slash
2: zero. Okay, check that out. The Patreon's rocking. Five episodes a week. Uh, your daily dose, live and in charge. And then finally, um, guys, I will be live at the American Comedy Company. This. Uh, uh, April 20, I mean, excuse me, July 25th. uh, (laughs) I will be live at the American Comedy Company, July 23rd through the 25th. That is a Thursday through Saturday. Here's what's interesting. The comedy club has now been called the American Comedy Protest, and I am now not a stand-up, but I am in fact – a protester so that's how they can legally get through so come watch my well-crafted multi-layered dick jokes of protest everybody is that real yeah that is real
3: wow that's great
2: I, i think it's great too so that's that uh joining us we got a great guest here today uh backed by popular demand her research is unparalleled and she's we're gonna go do a deep dive in what seems to be 1984 in 2020. Please welcome Helen Byninski. Hey there. Did I get it? Close? are close. Fight Byninski, Yes, thank <laughs> you. you, man. You Good added job. an extra in. I got it. Don't worry about it, dude. It's <laughs> just, just trust me. Everyone appreciates. Hello, Helen. How are you?
1: I'm good, glad, uh, glad I could finally get on this podcast, having some major technical difficulties. Somebody doesn't want me doing this.
2: You know what, between uh, you spitting the truth and this podcast, obviously getting close to something, they seem to be coming at us, which is a uh, real big part of what we're going to discuss today. Uh, real quick before we get in, please tell them where they could find you. Uh, Helenofdestroy.com,
1: and I also write for RT, you can find my articles on there, search my name, but everything's collected on Helenofdestroy.com.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I ask, you know, I always like to check in and see what you're doing. I love your Twitter. You're always dropping some heavy truth bombs and uh, bless you. uh, And I love it. So every time you put something up, hey, you want to come on and we'll do this. It's like a crazy time. Uh, When you first came on, we were just starting to enter this kind of, uh, uh, I don't a psyop of a war on our personal freedoms. Uh, we're so many phases what phase we're in we don't even know but uh you know i emailed you said you know phase two is going to be make phase one look like candy land uh and, and what we're talking about is what they're going to try to pull off is that kind of what you were getting into
1: yeah definitely because this is this is going to be the, the prelude to just complete evisceration of whatever few remaining rights we have left after phase one i mean they had such great success with phase one that they're, they're just opening up the whole wish list for phase two, everything, everything they want. They're going to try to get.
2: They're like just spitballing at this point. Like, why don't we ask yeah. for it? Yep. It's like when you, why, why when you try to negotiate, you go way higher, higher, hoping to get a little lower, but sometimes you get the way higher and that's what they're kind of going for. Um, yep. It's very interesting. So where do you want to start? Um. Well,
1: I guess uh, the, the the second wave is what's coming and they're they're testing out different ways of controlling people you may or may not have seen big of of public housing projects in in melbourne australia where they've only have maybe a hundred and something deaths so far from from the virus and uh yet they're locking down these buildings and not letting out at all okay okay, thousands of cops on every floor this this lockdown is going to make the last lockdown look like uh Disneyland. I mean, it's Hey, hey, very
3: I, hey sorry. I'm sorry, Helen. I think the your earrings are like touching the microphone. Is there a microphone? Oh, on, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let that's,
1: me, okay. Uh, you...
2: that's okay.
3: Sorry, it's just not. I'm, I'm just not
1: used that to doing on this, on this on a phone. Yeah, I'm not used to doing this on a phone, so that's uh that's the problem. Because right, we're
2: getting you, you, get, you guys. You guys are hearing that right? Like a yeah. like a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Welcome to the new sorry. normal. That's okay. Let's start. uh Let's start. So, so uh, we'll. Uh, Eddie will. Uh, uh, Johnny will uh, edit that out. Eddie's um, doing
3: it. Okay, cool. I'll okay, send it to. You. Okay. No, I mean so, that would be great. I'm
2: trying to run a show. So basically, uh, we we were talking. You were talking about how Phase Two is going to make Phase One look like you know basically Candyland, right?
1: Yeah. And um, the, the 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 kind of things that they that they're going to get. They, they got so much in phase one without any resistance at all from anybody. Uh, they were expecting at least a little bit of token resistance because, you know, some people, this whole idea that Americans have this reputation for having a spine and being independent and whatnot. Everybody just laid down and played dead. So phase it's two, they're awesome. just going to go with everything they can possibly get, whatever they can pull out of their uh, deepest, darkest holes with their imagination. And... Uh, you know, why not give it a try? What's the worst that could happen? Somebody's going to say, oh, I don't like that. And then a million Karens will come out of nowhere and uh, <laughs> enforce the ruling class's will. It's like they don't even have to ask these people to do this. They're just doing it. They like it's to conform.
2: unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Someone put this out. And it's so funny because you'll see these BLM protests, Right. And it's all white girls. It's just all white girls taking a knee, shaving their head, showing solidarity for black people by becoming skinheads. And it's just, it blows my mind. And somehow it's like the punk rock in 2020 r- rage on behalf of the machine, right? That's what it sounds like. And it really is. And it's like, I I just did a weekend with a good friend of mine and I love him the pieces. I love the guy The pieces him. And he has his, his, his wife is a certain kind of doctor. She deals with men's uh, junk, right? He calls it a dick doctor. Okay. And I was talking to her about, I was talking to him about vitamin D vitamin K, how that really helps. And she's like, tell him to shut up. And he's stupid. And I'm like, I, that was, I've heard that from multiple doctors on the show about having to, now tell me stupid. Well, apparently the dick doctor doesn't want to know that. What I find very interesting is that, you know, we, we've allowed these doctors, some of these doctors to be authorities on stuff they don't really have any kind of training in. So if someone just says doctor in front of their name, you're like, well, that's a doctor. Well, I'm a voodoo doctor. Why are you taking my, my word for this? And then we just have all these really, let's say blue check mark people on Twitter just co-signing everything that the uh, mainstream media is saying, which is hilarious because for the last 20 years, all I've been told is the government's racist, the government's stupid. Don't listen to the government. And then sure as shit. When someone hits a fan, it's like, do what the government tells you to do. Are you shocked by how quickly people will give up their personal freedoms?
1: I was extremely disappointed with exactly that. I mean, even a lot of people that I looked up to, I mean, I'm not going to name names here, but I'm sure that everybody has experienced this. People that I thought were really like committed to the whole cause of anti-imperialism and fighting government overreach and like pushing back against the police state. As soon as someone uh, raises the specter of a virus, they don't even need to see the virus or know anybody who has the virus or even like encounter any evidence of the virus. They just fall in line and drop everything and start licking boot. And it's really disgusting because like, okay, so who is, uh, who are you really? Because this is not, your, your principles clearly were not as deeply held as uh, you led us to believe. So, I mean, there are still some of us who are not pod people. I think everybody on this podcast is not a pod person ironically, but um, it's, the the amount of pop people running around out there uh, pretending to be legitimate commentators is really appalling.
2: What is also crazy. is like, no matter how much the mainstream media gets it wrong, there's still a a brand of excellence and an authority. Now you're on RT news. I love the, uh, I love the research that RT news does. But if I took, let's say an article you did send it to a buddy of mine The first thing he's like, oh, you mean I got to listen to the Russian news telling me what to do? And you're like, well, you know, it's like they're not beholden to giant corporations in this country that are trying to control the narrative. But it doesn't matter. And it's like for the longest time, this war on YouTube content. Oh, these YouTubers and the channels, they're just spreading. But it's like these people have to put in time effort all their own stuff no money involved with doing it it's done out of hope that somebody will watch it compared to these blue checkmark idiots who are just regurgitating talking points that the people who sign their checks tell them to do it is it is the upside down world right
1: yeah, it's, they've well, got people to, to wipe their ass for them, basically. And um, they, they don't have to believe in what they say. I'm sorry, somebody else was starting to talk.
2: Well, no, no. I
0: was about to say, well, how, how, can you, how can you listen to someone who's going to close um, down the whole country, but your winery's still open? He's about to close down everything all over again. Did, did the main, mainstream media mention anything about his winery? I had to send people articles, and they're like, oh, is that real? And I'm like, yeah. But the mainstream media d- didn't mention none of that yeah, at all. Governor
2: Newsom... Gonna, yeah. And he's about I to mean,
0: close it down again. He's about to close down the gyms, everything down again, starting, starting tomorrow.
3: Also, Sam, your point about when people say, oh, I have to get my news from Russia, it's because the American news has abdicated its duty to protect us and to act as a watchdog. They yeah. just haven't, they just haven't done, they haven't filled that role in decades now, really. I mean, they, you saw them start to kind of walk back from it in the 90s. And as media has become more corporate, it, it's become, it's it just, it, yeah, it's completely abandoned the role of watchdog, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. You've got six companies that are running the lion's share of American media. And the, the idea that, Oh, well, I, I don't trust state run media. Well, okay. You're, you're not going to say that about BBC, are you? Cause BBC is a U S ally UK owned. So just even the idea that you don't read <laughs> state media, you don't watch state media. It's clearly a lie. I called somebody out on that on Twitter once and they, they they suddenly pretended they didn't watch BBC. And it's like, dude, I can look at your feed. You have like BBC articles in there. Like don't bullshit. It's not that easy, but it's, yeah. So we're going to trust large corporations instead. I mean, especially with something like a virus, I'm not going to trust a corporation that is uh, getting running uh, advertisements from pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> That's the definition of a conflict of interest.
2: It is. And, and I don't know when this happened, Helen, but, at some point lying didn't become a bad thing like straight up bsing your narrative putting out misinformation became not a, 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 a like a journalistic sin and just basically towing the company line. i mean how many times has the mainstream media been busted faking scenes like you know like anderson cooper like doing sitting pow you know sitting indian style in a, in a in a in a in a puddle while his cameraman is like 2 feet away on dry land acting like he's in the middle of a flood and like there was no uh, a kind of punishment for like basically deceiving his viewers taking and this what it comes down to is The American people are trustworthy people to the point of gullibility and stupidity. Okay. I hate to say it because I love my fellow Americans. I love being American, but you are, you are, you are basically uh, so gullible and they're taking advantage of this from uh, this part of you and you don't have any problems with with them doing it because you never seem to punish them, which is stop watching their programming.
0: And someone's going to act and say that... Sorry about that. Someone's going to act and say that that's an old video. They just did that during the COVID. Those two videos of one that was in Italy and the one that was here, and nothing happened to them. It's not old stuff. They're still doing it today.
1: Yeah, that was what I was going to mention, that CBS reused the same footage from Italy twice, pretending it was New York, and nothing happens. Unfortunately, uh, American education for the last 100 years, probably longer than that, but mandatory public education uh, has remove the critical thinking capacity from us so thoroughly that you're just believe whatever you're told. There's no like, Oh, stop. Do I question this? Do I uh, consider the source? Do I see how it fits with uh, other things that this person is saying? Do I consider their motivations? None of that. It's just believe what you're told if it comes from an authoritative sounding source. And I don't think that that many people are watching CBS or CNN or any of these other ratings are largely in the toilet, especially if you consider even what they were like 10, 20 years ago. But um, they look authoritative. And so if you see it, there's also this weird like ecosystem that's been built up online where it's just like news outlets covering what TV stations do. And it's like, why? Because they know nobody's watching the television. So they have to make sure it gets in front of your face somehow. Even if it's just by osmosis, it's actually better if it's by osmosis, because then you're not focused on it and you're not like evaluating what you see. You just see out of the corner of your eye, you glimpse a headline or you're in a waiting room somewhere and you see a CNN uh, clip of Anderson Cooper bloviating about something like it, it's um, it, it gets absorbed and that's that's how they do it it gets in under your radar.
2: I mean someone told me that like uh, most of their ratings come from airport televisions Bank and that hobbies. they're just and then like there's how can you tell what that number is it's just a spitball you're just you're just like, how many people went through that airport that day? Oh, yeah, they all watched it. I'll throw that on there. <laughs> but, but, and then you go, okay, nobody's watching this. Then how is it still being consumed? Like, how, how is it still in effect? And I think phase two of that is the blue checkmark dummies. Like they just, everybody seems to follow on Twitter and it's just like what, so this mainstream media that nobody's watching puts out the story and then these blue checkmark dummies retweet it and constantly, constantly commented on. And it just becomes this kind of, you know, this uh, snake eating its own tail that nobody's really believing it. These these people like Cardi B is like saying, you know, the virus is back with her 18 inch nails and everyone's like, if the virus must be back, you know, Cardi B says it's back. And then it just becomes this hysteria that nobody ever checks because everyone wants to consume. Nobody wants to understand digest, right? You just want to consume. You don't want to digest, And that's kind of where we are right now. And I think that's done on purpose by spreading us out, having to make 19 different jobs to make, to pay the bills. Nobody has time to sit down and actually consume what's going on.
1: Yeah. Nobody has time to do the research. And especially with this pandemic now that we do supposedly have time. Yes. Now, supposedly those of us who, uh, are getting laid off from our jobs, not being able to even go look for another one, not being able to pay rent. So the people who aren't scrambling to fill all the the financial gaps that have opened up are now sitting there and watching TV 12 hours a day and and imbibing on fear because it's authoritative. And when you're scared, that's what you want is the authoritative voice telling you, sit down, shut up, do what I say or else that's comforting to people after nine eleven, that was what came in as the new way of like this is how we control people this is how we we could we equate this intrusive like police state like being groped at the airport with safety authority big brother comforting government so that has become the new normal that now it's the new new normal and it's always the new normal and they never really get rid of the old one and that's like, you get to the point where it, after 9-11, it was people taking off their shoes at the airport without being
2: told to. Yes. And
1: now it's people masking up, I hate that phrase, uh, in the bus without being told to. It's or how really about bizarre. driving
2: by themselves in Taxi. their cars <laughs> with masks yeah. on? Like, yes. you don't even understand what the purpose is. You don't understand what the purpose is. And, uh, you know, one name that's been consistent through this whole thing, this event, has been uh, Rockefellers. What are your thoughts on them and what they what they have in plan?
1: Well, I mean, we talked on the last show that I was here for about how they laid out the whole plan with the. back in 2010 with the scenarios for technology and international development. Now they've got this contact tracing plan where they're going to have it set up so that, oh, uh, Americans are getting tested like once a week. They're testing 30 million people every week. And uh, it's going to be really great. And we're going to have to hire all these people to do it. And uh, there'll even be a digital ID that'll be hooked into your bank account and your transit card and your uh, finances and your phone. And it'll be really awesome. And I mean, it's not like we're going to benefit from this in any way. No, we're just a philanthropic organization that has the best for humanity in mind. It's really insidious when you've got, okay, so this is the organization that planned it 10 years ago, down to the letter. I mean, talking about temperature guns to people's heads and masks and, oh yeah, we're going to be tracing where people are going and people are going to, you know, they're going to embrace it. They're going to call for more. We're going to say they did do it like China did. And of course, exactly what, what happened here. And so now after we're supposed to trust these people to tell us how to get out of this problem that they created, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, just going to venture that out there.
2: What people don't understand, it's a video going around, and, I, and this, has, this is in England. Uh, they're talking about, you know, passports and stuff like that. But we're, we're entering a, 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 an ID card. And that's going to be, I guarantee you, associated with your vaccine. And what people don't realize is it's not just going to be the government that has your information. Every time you use your card, all your information will be available to anybody who is checking out what that card means. So what does that mean? So let's say you go to the nightclub, right? You're going to go to the nightclub with your friends. It's a night out. Uh, you go, and they're like, okay, I got to see your ID card. They get your ID card. They put it up. This bartender that you don't know who he is, what he is, where he's from, can you trust him or not, is going to put in your number, and it will come up. And it's not going to be, oh, just, oh, yeah, she's got the vaccine. Your medical history will come up. All of it. All, this guy, who is not authority on anything other than how to make Jaeger bombs, okay. Is now going to be able to access your entire history. That's what they're looking for. It's more
1: than just your history, medical and financial That's what and all of that for. too. And it's like, I don't think. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think I froze for a second, but uh, yeah, no, it's more than just your uh, medical and financial history too. There's this thing called the known traveler digital identity that the world economics forum, which of course is behind event 201. And they're hooked into all of this pretty thoroughly as well. But uh, this is the COVID pass that's now going around this, oh, they're going to have your medical status and your vaccine and everything. It's intended to evolve into known traveler digital identity in which they keep track of your reputation score. So if you go check into a hotel and you make a mess at that hotel, that mess that you made at that hotel is going to follow you around for the rest of your life. And uh, if you misbehave at the bar or if you pick up a girl at the bar or if you pick up a boy at the bar or if you pick up a small animal at the bar, whatever happens, it's going to be programmed into your little known traveler digital identity. And people are uh, t- sort of trying to divert attention to, oh, they want to implant a chip. They don't have to implant a chip. It's going to be on your phone. It's going to be a tattoo. It's going to be a lot of things. It doesn't have to be a chip. Well, th- people getting hung up on this chip thing and, and like holding that up as, oh, gotcha, there's not going to be a chip. See, we we, we conspiracy theorists it's even know what unbelievable. you're talking about. It doesn't it's have to be a chip.
2: unbelievable the glee they take in that. Yeah. It's really in China, in, in China
0: they already have it. It's like a social it's a social credit, score. social credit score. Like uh yeah, if you fuck up, they can literally ban you from flying. Like they'll pull just it up and ban then... you from
2: flying. But what we're also seeing now is that everything's going cashless, which is yeah. illegal. It is illegal. Not to I'm thinking about getting a lawyer and just going around finding out who's going cashless and just lawsuiting lawsuiting law and I'm not about being frivolous but this is done on purpose now what I will tell you is this if you go somewhere and they don't take your cash they know they legally have to take your cash that they will give you the product for free i've seen it happen it's happened to me twice i go by law you have to take cash i right, here's my money you got to take it they will give you the product for free because they know technically by law, you can sue them for that. That is a constitutional thing. You have to take cash, but we see these ridiculous things. Like I, I, I like to help some mom and pop stores. So I went to, uh, to get, uh, my dog food. I went to this mom and pop store just two blocks from my house. I went in there and it's, I thought it was just going to be a mom and pop store because it's just a tiny store. It doesn't look like a, I come in, they're like, we're cashless. I, and then they yelled at me about putting my mask on. I'm not going to go back there again. Why would I ever go back there? You're a mom and papa store. You're competing against everybody and you're going cashless. It makes no sense. And trust me, I'm telling you, you have to tell them by law, you take, they, they'll they give it to you for free.
3: Right, how, much this Sam, how much of this is down to the, the supposed currency shortage? Like, do you buy that? <laughs> I I'm by curious it's for you guys. By the saying, way, Johnny,
2: not to oh, sorry, go on, Helen. I I, I have no, a whole take no, no. on that. Yeah, please. So, no, the currency shortage, just—I'm
1: just, just, just saying—it's its a joke. I mean, it's this is—it's like they were saying back at the beginning. Uh, oh, well, we don't want people to use banknotes because it transmits the virus, as if to what end, though, Helen? What to what end do they want
3: and... people not to use currency? I, I'm curious they, about that. They want
1: to get to digital, uh, digital currency. They've all of the central banks in the world have been—not well, all of them, but the, the, the major ones have all been working on digital currencies for years, and they, they need to get that that uh, inciting event to transition to digital currency because once uh, are if you get a your social credit score goes down and your known travel digital identity when you show up at the hotel they go to swipe your phone and it comes up that you were involved in some sort of a uh, terrible crime No, hey Helen. you can't stay there
3: Sorry, are, are you suggesting that the currency shortage is manufactured or that that it's a I sort of a it's something that everybody's agreed just to say is happening
1: I think it's something everybody has agreed to just say is happening. I don't okay. see any reason why there would be a current. Well, what, what it, I mean like, is, are you, me though, are you saying are
3: you saying though it's been manufactured at the top, like upstream, and they're just not? Yeah letting currency get downstream. Yeah. So it actually, there actually is a currency shortage in effect, No, no, not I don't think, I don't
1: think there's a currency shortage at all. I think that uh, okay. they, if they are, they've agreed to say that there is one, uh, there may be not, there maybe be are hoarding currency. I don't know exactly uh, where the, where the bottleneck is, but uh, I don't okay. think that there is actually a currency. Cause shortage my, my
3: instinct is that maybe it's, it's a little farther upstream and, and that they're just not the, you know, the government's not letting currency get out to businesses. Yeah in which case they would be justified and and they could with, you know, deniability say that, Hey, we don't have the coins, you know?
2: No, I think it's just like, you remember when we were about to have a a, a food shortage, you remember that? That was right before the uh, killer, killer bees were coming, right? The killer bees were coming. (laughs) The food shortage was coming. Uh, Remember in China, everybody was falling down and shaking. That never became anything at all. We yeah, are literally witnessing the fear mongering going on, getting everybody afraid of everything. And it's these, you're, you're totally right, Helen. When you said these Karens, these Karens are just like th- these enforcers. And you really brought up something earlier too. And I, I, in our notes about, you're basically giving these people who are like, I don't know how to describe them. You describe them great in emails these people just are begging to be snitches to snitch like all these people that we have seen in, in like teen comedies these these kind of uh, these antagonists who are go, who are trying to take out our, our heroes that are just like whether they're the the super jock frat or the 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 uh, uppity mean uh, mean girls or whoever they are in these movies. These these real life versions of them, that are loving calling authorities on their fellow people, about you know, about oh you're not wearing a mask. I, a guy I know in comedy, who like well, I caught him in like literally within a seven day period, a uh, one minute he was tweeting to Gavin Newsom about people at the beach, not social distancing and not wear masks. And literally within seven days later, was elbow to elbow at a BLM uh, protest. No masks, no nothing, talking about fighting the same people he was snitching to.
1: That really sums it all up. Because these, these are the people who, the ones who are getting like calluses from pre- pressing speed dial uh, to the snitch hotline. These are the ones who had <laughs> nothing going on before the pandemic. These are the ones who have found a new meaning in becoming a snitch. And they really, uh, this, these are the ones the Rockefeller Foundation is talking to with their uh, contact tracing plans. These are the ones who are the target of all of these articles, these puff pieces that have been coming out. Oh, you can make $65,000 a year. All you got to do is become a contact tracer and rat out your fellow man for a living. Unbelievable. And it's, it's really absurd that we're supposed to believe, oh, this is just a temporary thing. Yet they're hiring them for year-long contracts and they're paying them $65,000 entry level. That's, that's a lot of money. I mean, uh, that's a lot of money. Uh, and uh, so I, they're, they're not going to just be sitting there on the phone and calling people and asking. You know, I, I, t- I sat through the contact tracing course because I was curious what they're t- teaching these people. <laughs> and, like, the, that's, that's the entry-level course is what I saw. And, like, there's all these scenarios in which you report it to your supervisor. Like, oh, are they not willing to give up the information? Or uh they say they don't want to quarantine? Well, report that to your supervisor so you know the supervisor is getting paid more He's going to go break down some doors maybe, or I don't know, he's going to have a taser and he sees somebody walking down the street without a mask and he's just going to bag and tag him. I mean, it's the, the possibilities are really disturbing when you think of, I mean, what you, you are
2: talking about right now Helen, is basically what everybody hates about the TSA. Mm-hmm. No longer just at the airport. It's going to be everywhere. Everyone. And you can't
0: get rid of them. And you can't get rid of them. Because you, once you give them a job, you can't just get rid of them and not give them a job. That's why those agencies will stick around forever. This is going to be yeah. around for a long time.
2: Everyone's just wear a mask. It's temporary. Is it? Is it? <laughs> because like Helen said earlier, I'm still taking my shoes off. I'm, one guy walked on with a badly lit thing on his shoes. And now nobody can wear shoes unless you go to particular airports. Which is again? Why in New York are there are there airports where I don't have to wear shoes and where I don't have to take off my shoes? Yeah, in these other places I have to take my shoes off.
0: And how about when you fly private? You don't have to do jack shit.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, yeah that was like that that bill Gates video where he, they're talk, talking to him and Melinda and they the the interviewer says something about well, how, how soon do you think it'll be before uh, people can fly normally on air airplanes he's like oh you mean uh, private or like like you have to be a complete it, it's like he wants people to just really hate his guts with the gibbering and the squealing when he's talking <laughs> about like people getting sick and dying it's like he can't help himself
2: now are there any I mean we're one thing that people don't understand it like what is some of the? do you know any background on bill gates at all that might people might find really interesting
1: well i mean he's a big fan of eugenics um you know the, the whole survival of the fittest but i get to pick the fittest because i'm rich that's that that whole thing that's that's I mean, his dad was the president of Planned Parenthood, which it began. I mean, I know it's, it's as a halo now of being this wonderful women's rights organization. But it began, like Margaret Sanger was an enormous racist. And the whole idea was to stop the poor and Black people and other uh, undesirables from reproducing. And that was Bill Gates' dad was head of that. So he's, he's, he said, he's come out and said in interviews that his big passion is population control. Why are we letting this guy uh, develop vaccines for the developing world?
2: It's unbelievable to me now, is that quote from that woman you just named about her like our goal is to annihilate the uh black is like is that a real quote
1: I, I don't know if if that i i, I didn't quote I, I didn't I wasn't saying a direct quote. No no no, no 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 I'm exists. asking because I've oh. seen
2: that meme going oh. around. I wanted to I know if talking- you knew if that was a real quote or not.
1: I'm. I'm not. I haven't seen the, the exact quote, so I would have to look at it. But it's possible she was pretty outspoken about her uh, her preferences for who should be allowed to reproduce and who shouldn't. I mean, they, they were all pretty open about that. Unbelievable!
2: How nobody knows. Like, like I, I keep I keep tweeting to all the BML BLM people. It's like listen to what the Gates are saying. They're 100% coming out with. We gotta we gotta we gotta get the vaccine to the black community first. That should scare everybody. Everybody. So over the weekend, I just did a show, and uh, I had two guest spots, and I had a host on there, and the host was black, uh, and I had two guest spots were white. And uh, they had done, they decided they're part of the uh, Good Morning Georgetown, Good Morning Jonestown podcast. They're really, really funny guys. If you get a chance, check out the podcast. And um, they were they were telling him about their new show. It just started, and this the, the opener laid into him like, if, if if round two comes, it's your fault you're the reason why we're going to have a second breakout. And I'm like, dude, does that guy know anything that Bill Gates is trying to do? Does he know that he wants to test this on Africans that they want to do? They want the first people lying up for this mandatory vaccine to be the black community. Does, does Tuskegee mean anything to them? pretty unbelievable that
1: this this stuff is all considered conspiracy theories like they're literally already testing vaccines on black africans like there are protests going on in south africa right now because of this and this just not getting around and there was fact checks coming out that oh melinda gates didn't really said say that uh they wanted to give it to the black community first well actually yes she did this and video of it yeah. It's, what are they? and, and it's the, more and more of these fact checks are basically telling people who are you going to believe me or your lying eyes or ears yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's, they, they're just lying to your face and telling you, uh, this is, this is not, this is not the case.
2: And why do people believe, like, it goes back to what we were saying. They're just trustworthy, And they're like, why would Politifact lie? They have fact in their name and that would hurt their brand. So why would they do that? Well, because they're getting funded by people who don't want you to know the truth. And what is up is really down. And they're really enforcing that on you. And your friend who you've known your whole fucking life and is your friend, why would he lie to you? And why would you believe someone you've never fucking met in your fucking life?
1: That's
2: one of the reasons they're... they're
1: pushing this alienation thing. They're trying to get us, that's part of the reason for social distancing is to stop us from being in the same room with our friends, from embracing our family members, uh, from just being, meeting and talking like people to people, when they have all social interaction going just over internet platforms, they can control flow of information, they can control what gets out, what doesn't, they can shadow ban you. Uh, if they don't like what you're saying yes, over yes, Skype, I mean, yes, Skype yes. is Microsoft. <laughs> Skype is Microsoft. They're gonna like s- snip that right where it is. So yeah, it, the, the that's part of the reason for social distancing and and, and alienation. If you're only interacting with a person across the screen, you're they feel less real to you. So you're maybe less likely to trust the friend that you've known all your life if you're only seeing them over the screen. It's uh, really unfortunate, but this is how the human brain works. A, a real person right next to you is gonna get a lot more. Uh, attention or credibility and a well-produced slick news segment from CNN is unfortunately going to get more credibility than a tweet.
2: So let me ask you something about so, wh- what do you think, uh, you know, Trump just right now uh, funded, uh, pulled out of the, the who, which I was cool with. Again, this is this thing that Trump does things I like and I get bad. I get, I get my dick kicked in for saying I like certain things, and then turns around and funds this Bill Gates organization. And this is part of his Operation Quickfire or what, a, a quick, Lightning <laughs> Strike or some G.I. Joe bullshit name. Um, what are your whole thoughts on all that?
1: I don't like it. Uh, by pulling out of the WHO, he leaves Bill Gates being the number one funder of the WHO. How is letting Bill Gates make world health policy a good thing? Uh, That's, I mean, okay, so the U.S. is not participating in these crimes against humanity, but it's still participating in plenty of others. And it's by, by pulling out, he's basically leaving the world at Bill Gates' mercy. He's by far... The biggest spender now. Uh, the other other countries don't even come close. I mean, there's some pharmaceutical companies that are kind of coming up behind him, but it's uh, you're leaving the whole world at Bill Gates' mercy, and then taking that money and giving it to Gabby, which is like idiotic. That's my I mean, problem.
2: It, with it. I I hate I hate the who I would I want to Gabby I want to get out of all of it, but uh, the, turning around and get, pulling millions from here and then giving billions over here just uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you, man. It's just like I'm. I trust the plan. It's like I'm sorry, dude. I don't blank don't check anybody. Not in. Not don't, in don't to don't this. You know, and I don't want to get into the Q stuff because I think Q, I think people are getting beyond like what Q might have started as. I think it's going to be beyond it, and people are just going to be doing their own thing, not waiting for a savior. I'm not waiting for anybody to save me. I'm not waiting for anybody to save me. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm over this, like, you know, it's like when you give money to the Saudi Arabia or, or or you sell arms to people complicit in the, in the annihilation of Yemen, I'm not trusting a plan with that. I'm just not. And, and, and it's just like giving this money to Gabby. It just, it's, I know the whole theory is like he gave that money, which now allows their public records to come out. I go. Okay. It just sounds like hope to me. It just no, sounds like some BS hope.
1: That's what it is, yeah. And the fact that yeah, they're, they're not, not only giving money to Saudi Arabia, but giving thirty-eight billion dollars to Israel. Ooh, um, the people who are partially responsible for the pandemic itself. Uh, I mean, that's why it, would you like, repay like repay just, such oh. kindness as to uh, slaughter a hundred? thousand plus of your citizens by uh, giving Israel $38 billion over the next 10 years while people are starving in the U S because they're broke and have no to live. It just makes
2: no sense. It just makes no sense. And again, dude, it's like Israelis are great. Jews are great. Uh, Muslims are great, but I don't, I don't trust governments, man. I hate power structures. I I rally against all of them. I question my own government. So I have the right to question Saudi Arabia, China, uh, Israel, all these groups, man. And we just sit there and just like, we are the power. I mean, there's a reason why Gavin Newsom is only locking down some counties and letting other counties go because those counties push back. Authority is an illusion. It really is an illusion because if they could just do it, they would just do it. They, we, There are many of us and little of them. And uh, I, they have the right to rule when they rule right, right, if, if we even want that at all. But we're just sitting down and like, Did you do any research on what pre-COVID agreements were made within the government or laws that were passed or agreements with Bill Gates were made before this thing even hit?
1: Yeah, Bobby Rush, uh, the Chicago senator meeting with Gates over in Africa to come up with that contact tracing plan. I mean, that was a little interesting. I mean, there's no definite uh, proof, I believe, there's no definite proof that it was this contact tracing plan that they came up with. But the fact that they're meeting in Africa um, with this thing that then came out, and Rush was the one who came out with HR 6666, which, I mean, come on, could you be a little more obvious with a name, dude? They're, yeah. they're just rubbing yeah. it in our faces because yeah. they, can, they realize they can get away with anything. They're literally getting away with murder every day. And uh, this is, like... I, I mean, I'm from New York. I, New Yorkers have this reputation of being, like, independent and rebellious and stuff. And uh, everybody just lies there and plays dead while Cuomo walks all over them. and bloggers kisses know, on their heads. And we Bro, can hate
2: Trump all we want. We can hate him. But what these Democratic mayors and governors are doing... I don't even understand how anybody could be think that's the other alternative. Now, granted, it's the two party system, and I don't like either side. I'm not on either side. There's things I They're like on that the Trump same does. Same side. Yeah, same I side. get you. Two heads of the same snake. But man, but but when we're talking about these protesters, these blue check mark idiots, they think there's a difference, and they they blame everything that the 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 Democratic mayors and governors are doing. On Trump, and I understand it's all psyop and all, but it's like in that in that paradigm that we're talking about right now, that they think there's two different. How can they sit there and say that this isn't the Democrats that are just pulling this crap just to tank the? I think this is about the election now. I believe that you know, it's I I believe that it's like satanic pedophiles versus crime bosses. Nobody's walking for free. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm sure you've done a lot of research more than I have, but just I'm watching. It's not that anyone's good or bad. It's just different degrees of it. And that's just my personal opinion. Like, I mean, if we thought about if Hillary Clinton was in office, what do you th- how, uh, where do you think we would be right now? Uh, locked down. We'd
1: be, yeah, nuclear war.
2: <laughs> right? That, I mean, we'd, we'd be, be so for sure down. locked down. Everything would be
0: locked down. We wouldn't have gave it a chance. The whole thing would have been locked down. It would have been 1,200 times $1, worse a month. Than
2: that, dude. It, we we like I don't care what you say. Like you gotta give Trump credit when creds do. He did make gun shops a uh, uh, necessity. They were going out. You had you had sheriffs overriding the constitution. Oh, I'm a sheriff, man. We're gonna we, we got shut down these gun shops. A lot of people buying guns. A lot and of it people is. buying and guns. It is. And it is all blue check mark.
0: Yesterday, the NRA posted something about the AR-15 being their new modern mus- musket, and then you go look at it, the comments, and I'm assuming there's going to be some people saying, "Fuck yeah, it's all blue check mark." David Hogg, all of them saying <laughs> an- anti-NRA things, and I'm just like, where is the people for the NRA? And they're acting like there's no one. I had to go all the way deep down to find anybody saying that I like this comment. It was all blue check marks saying David Hogg saying. An AR-15, you can reload that way faster than a musket, blah, blah. And it's just like Sam says, why can't I see both things? There's just just making blue check marks, blue check marks, people that are just like, get rid of guns. And the NRA makes it seem like, why would you post that too? You know you're going to get flashbacks saying that AR-15 is a Yeah, but it's not because,
2: like, you got to compare the comments to the retweets. But Twitter's a shithole. And, and, like, my friend today, was, he's, like, this big uh, radio DJ in Tampa. And he's like, what's going on with Twitter? seems like... It's dead. And I I think it's, I think people are finally, I mean, the the mainstream media is dying, but man, I mean, we're looking at the, uh, I I think social media is about to take a giant shit. Facebook is getting its dick kicked in. I mean, censorship is awful. Have you been experiencing any censorship Helen?
1: i mean i left facebook years ago because i couldn't get my posts out to more than five people so there's no point to using a service that i mean if you got thousands of people on your list and only five the same five are commenting every time that's called a shadow ban dude and yeah twitter same thing shadow ban i mean my my posts get seen by no one and i don't think it's that people are not using twitter i think it's that their posts are not getting out there used to be this site called am i shadow Banned where you could check to see i mean you're seeing like a. Uh, if you look at your friends of or um, your followers list, rather, the the new people who are adding you are all bots, and the big followers are dropping off. So people are getting unfollowed, and they're getting replaced with bots. So it looks like you're getting more followers. Everybody's yay, I'm popular, but your real followers are falling off and you're not uh, having any conversations anymore. And that was like, I mean, Twitter was kind of an improvement over the whole Facebook thing because at least, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is such a loathsome human being and just like (laughs) looking at him is like kind of, ew, ew, ew. So um, no, but Twitter, at least for a while, you could like say some things, you know, show some things that were maybe not so Facebook safe. And now it's like, They're getting, so they even putting Trump's
2: tweets behind a warning. What? It's crazy, right? So uh, I I just want to go back because I do want to get your take on these democratic mayors and these democratic uh, governors. But uh, so I just got a three day ban on Facebook. So what they did was they recommended this post from almost 10 years ago. It could be anywhere seven to 10 years. And they did the me- and they're like, You remember this memory? How cool is this? You should share this. I'm like, yeah, there's no, no nudity. There's nothing too crazy. I shared it, right? The next day, they're like, You broke our community standards. You violated it. You are in a three day ban.
1: Whoa. Facebook
2: and what track was it? That's a new one. That's, That's unbelievable. Was it? That's unbelievable. What was, uh, wha- what was the post of? Showed- I'll show you. Hold on. It's uh it was an old naughty show flyer. And it's like it's really honest, guys. Compared to what you see on there, it's nothing. That's
3: Look incredible. at that. Oh, it was a flyer. It's a show flyer.
2: It was a
1: show flyer.
3: That's Come on. Yeah, that's, I mean the,
1: and, and the fact that they entrapped you with that is very interesting because it's I've digital never entrapment. seen that before. Never seen that before.
0: That's two this week. That's YouTube and Facebook trying to get you with the
2: old shit, dude. I uh, I've uh, I've had in one week all four: Apple, Google, uh, uh, Twitter, and uh, Facebook all ding me on something in one week.
1: They're definitely trying to get people silenced before they come out with round two, because round one there were enough people like us around sowing seeds of doubt and like pointing out obvious lies that it kind of got under their nerves. I mean, especially with stuff like Judy Mikowitz going like super mega viral and a lot of these like dissenting doctors, just a lot of people saw their stuff and because we we trust doctors, right? So fortunately, the doctors are more trustworthy than the media. And uh, while it's not always the case, I mean, I certainly wouldn't trust Dr. Fauci to, I don't know, sell me Ooh, a advantage. Who, Hitler <laughs> Yeah, seriously. The fact that people don't remember this I mean, I wasn't even alive then, and I know about this. So what, what's other people's excuse? The same thing with Ferguson. Can you tell our in- listeners a little UK. bit
2: about it? Do you, do you yes. know a little bit of the case?
1: Yeah, Fauci uh, was pushing AZT, high-dose AZT as a treatment, not only for AIDS, but also for HIV patients who had just tested positive for HIV. AZT will kill you. I mean, it will kill you in the same excruciatingly painful, horrific way that AIDS does, especially when taken in these insanely high doses. If any doctor prescribed the doses that Fauci was pushing, Fauci who uh, stood to gain uh, financially and reputationally from it, uh, I don't remember the details of the patents, but he, there was some sort of like revenue sharing little stuff going on under the table, and um, he got super he was supposedly, all of the people who were stricken with AIDS were clamoring for this drug and they were, uh, the, all of the tests were rigged, uh, all of the placebo controlled studies, everybody knew what, what they were getting and nobody wanted to take the sugar pills because they thought this is the wonder drug. This wonder drug was so toxic that it was originally proposed to treat cancer and the, uh, the company couldn't, they couldn't uh, push it on these people because they're like, oh yeah, I'd rather have the cancer thanks. But uh, AIDS was killing people. And so, well, we got to get that drug out. And so when he's coming out now with remdesivir, which is like AZT part two, I don't know uh, whether the drug has nearly as horrible side effect profile, but it's the same thing where there's a really expensive drug. We're going to ram it through with no safety studies and minimal testing. And uh, I'm probably also going to profit for it because uh, that's what I do. I'm Anthony Fauci
2: unbelievable dude i mean the kennedys hate him you know but that might be theater too but they were really going off on him about i mean like it's like it's like david ike says it's not the passing through state it's the permanent state. fauci's been there forever fauci yep. gave i here's my whole thing man it's just like i know you have your personal uh opinion on the wuhan lab we kind of talked about that that maybe there's this Chinese propaganda going on with the U S government. And and I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree with that part. Uh, I think uh, the Chinese government was in on this as well. I think it was all globalist stuff. That's my opinion.
1: They had a Um, representative from their CDC at event 201. So it's possible that there were some factions that were involved.
2: I I think, I think it's all, I think it's, I think all the globalists were in on that includes uh the chinese government and factions of the u.s government that I, i'm not going to sit there and say that's not possible i 100 believe that that's why i believe and the israeli government don't forget them uh dude throw Israel again <laughs> throw israel in there china u.s government throw them all in there okay uh globalism globalist 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 they released this you know, I mean, China's got 1.5 billion people. They can lose a million people and not even blink, okay? It doesn't, That they have a bigger thing. At, and I, I believe this is nationalism versus a globalist. And uh, Dr. Fauci gave money to this Wuhan lab. Barack Obama gave money to this Wuhan lab. China gave money to this Wuhan lab. It's all those guys are globalists. And like, I, I understand that Trump, is a Zionist, and, you know, I call him out on that shit all the time. But for people to get, be, like, mad at Trump for the handling of this is just ridiculous because, again, going back to what I would love to hear your opinion on, which is the Democrats and their handling, you know, the Democrat governor in California, Michigan, New York, the mayor in L.A., the mayor in New York City, they're doing stuff that is just chaos. I mean, we look back on the releasing – I I mean – Governor Newsom's going to release 8 or 10,000 or 8,000 or 10,000 more prisoners when we know why they did it the first time, which cuz they knew these riots were coming and they just wanted to release just basically have the purge going on. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, just going to say one more thing about the Wuhan lab. This the reason why everybody gave money to the Wuhan lab is because that kind of gain of function research was briefly outlawed in the US. They needed a place to do it. Wuhan was the place where they were able to do it. And like I said, I, I believe they had a cooperation of some faction of the Chinese government. But they weren't the, they weren't the instigators of the thing. Anyway, uh, Democrats. Yeah, the Cuomo belongs in jail. He's got 5,200 or something uh, nursing home deaths. He is directly responsible. That order that he gave um, forcing nursing homes to take these COVID-positive patients without testing them. Uh, that's criminal, and he belongs in jail. Unfortunately, he just slipped this little item into the budget that was passed right before that all happened, Shop. where, oh, liability uh, protection, no, you're, you're not going anywhere. I mean, he's second-generation New York politics. You can't get much more corrupt than that. His dad was governor, and now he is governor, and his brother is working for CNN. It's like this trifecta of, like, bullshit. And it's just ridiculous. I, I, mean,
2: yeah, just I, I know ridiculous. less
1: about... California but the, the New York thing was similar With the releasing the prisoners and then a whole Bunch of them more got rearrested. and it's Like okay well we, we kind of saw that Coming it's gotta clear out those prisons so you Can fill them up with social distancing violators
2: So I know a, a, a friend of mine Right Mike Romanelli From the Free Thinker Society Podcast His friend was in jail for marijuana He got COVID Right do you think they Released him no He's a weed guy. You know what they did with him? They put him in solitary confinement.
0: Who? Guess guess who um guess who might get bail.
2: Oh yeah. Just for Lane, Ma- Just Lane yeah. Maxwell
0: for 5 million dollars. They they might they might grant it to her on her next whatever whatever oh, like she appears man. in court. And her test for covid way. and I that just think it's
2: like I mean like the amount of crap that Cristelaa got on the internet and for none of these blue checkmark pieces of shits to be at all upset about it it's just like <laughs> I don't know why pedophilia is 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 political I just have no clue why we're Okay, and then everyone going after Whitney Webb for saying that you know um uh massad is a part of this and like people losing their skulls it's just like first of all you're asking me i think it's i don't even think massad is is israeli i think it's all jesuits at the highest fucking levels man no no no, dude no okay yeah, we, can ag- to we can agree to disagree rothschild. on that what
1: yeah, it, goes, it goes back to the city of london rothschild central banks
2: yeah and i think that's all jesuit shit i think when you go even higher than them that's my honest opinion. No, that was it's a, all, it's a, okay, all black tentacle, nobility.
1: They're a tentacle of the of the beast. But um, the, uh, do you think just just like Maxwell was even in jail though, because there was never any mug, mugshot, there was never There's an Indian nothing. Record i don't i don't think that she was ever actually there so the fact that they're even like doing this like oh she's gonna get bail they want people to riot in the streets so that they can justify a bigger lockdown bigger crackdown more more police oh
2: things. my god i never even thought that this could be part of that
1: it's all hooked up together they don't do any, they're not doing anything for like uh, just a random shits and giggles this is all
0: together
2: So since this is all
0: together and they planned all this, do you think that shit going on with Wayfair and the cabinets was on purpose to get people wilded up? Because it seems too much of a coincidence.
1: I mean, it's so weird, but as many people have pointed out, like, why would they do that out in the open if they're trying to launder money or they're trying to hide uh, trafficking or anything like that? It seems like it's just, like, designed to be, like, in your face. I my whole thing
2: is... uh... I didn't even think about that. Just yeah, because that
3: stuff. stuff would take place on the dark web. You know, if yeah, it but There's wa- so many other ways well,
2: to do it. Not well, think- we'll agree to, I think there's something there, whether it's kids or not. I think there's something else going on with that, and the 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 the, the company wouldn't release 13 different reasons why, and Sno- yeah, so Snopes wouldn't show up, and you know all the things that go when you're trying to cover up come up. But it could definitely be a part of what you just said, which is mind blowing to me, which is like, she's probably not even arrested. And they're just going to use this as in to get people more like, dude, it's like I said, man, it's like I said, it's just like, if you go to I mean, like, now you just had uh, Jewish in, in, entitlement. Or what was that? Privilege. Uh, privilege. Jewish privilege. And everyone's yelling about how hard it is to be Jewish. And then, you know, Jews are mad at BLM. Blacks are mad at whites. Everybody's mad at Karen. Sanity's mad at Joe Biden. I mean, everybody's mad at somebody. It's just, it's a recipe for just, uh uh-oh, we need the troops. Because you're still seeing military being pushed, put in positions. My cousin was just driving the Big Bear. She sent me this video. Saw a ton of military just driving down the highway. Yeah, it's they un- got a lot of believable. They've got a lot
1: of stuff in place there, and they haven't used it yet. So they're not—they don't just move huge amounts of military equipment around just for fun or just because to give people exercise. Like they were running all kinds of urban warfare drills back in March. Um, I forget the name of it—like Robin something, Robin, Robin Sage is uh, the name of it, in, in uh, North Carolina, this urban warfare drills. And then you see like, the way that they identify the troops that are participating in that because they're actually moving amongst civilians in some cases. I mean, there was one case uh, many years ago where a guy actually got shot because it was a sheriff's deputy responding to what he thought was a crime in progress, but it was actually an army exercise and it was a big, a big problem. And so now they, they wear these like little arm bands and little uh, markers to show them off. And so when you see at these riots and at these protests and uh, which often one turn into the other you see these undercover cops wearing these little things there and you
2: wonder mm, uh, when you find out George Soros owns both Target and AutoZone like how many remember those videos they're like all oh, the Target
1: and AutoZone
2: he owns giant chunks of shares it. BlackRock owns crazy. everybody.
1: BlackRock owns like 5% of every large corporation in the country and they're running the Fed right now. So like, I mean... It's
2: just, I mean, like it's... Chaos. Let's sit here and play out as we wrap this up. Um, how do you think up to November this plays out, Helen?
1: Well, I do think they're going to Torch large areas of cities or possibly the suburbs. I mean, you know, Biden has this plan to get everybody out of the suburbs and into the cities, but first they have to clear out the cities and retrofit them to be energy efficient, which means monitoring every drop of water that's spilled, every uh, ampere of electricity that's used, every single resource. It just have this gigantic technocratic surveillance grid. New York is already getting set up for that. Uh, there are these Israeli tech centers that were uh, put there last year. And Israel has made a deal with Cuomo to have uh, multiple smart cities in New York where they'll basically get to experiment with their surveillance technologies on all of us. But so they have to do a lot of moving around of people. And that requires burning down or or unleashing maybe an extra special virulent strain of the pandemic. I do think the second wave is actually going to be uh, a lot more serious than the first. The first was largely, I mean, unless you were over 80 and had pre-existing conditions, you probably were going to be okay. I don't think we're going to be as fortunate this time. I think they really want to show all of us uh, non-mask wearers and all of us uh, non-social distancers, this is what happens to you when you disobey. So they're uh, they're just going to say, well... Yeah, this is see we told you see we told you so and uh, i do think they don't want to have this election thing go on so they're probably gonna either do the mail-in ballots which will be obviously rigged or they just won't have it at all um i mean let's see what else what else are they doing i mean there's gonna be more more rioting more protesting
2: there's you know they talked about that Minnesota?
1: that's
2: what the they, they talked about minnesota that they've been wanting to build this like onwards up city. So they're burning down all the little buildings. So they got to build up because they want everybody to move from the God dang, man. It's a crazy one. It's crazy. Helen, can you tell them where they could find you?
1: Yes. So uh, you can go to Helen of uh, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Helen of destroy. That's um, also Harry Vox's channel. He's got some great stuff to check out VoxNews.com is It's his website, And then on Twitter, I am Velocirapture23, V-E-L-O-C-I-R-A-P-T-U-R-E-23.
2: Can you email me all that so I can include it? (laughs) And this will be in towards the end of the week, so we'll put it up towards the end. But, uh, yeah, we'll make sure, man. I appreciate you very much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Your research is wonderful. And uh, let's do it again soon. Hopefully, we all won't be, uh, you know, either – uh wiped off the internet or thrown in jail but if not uh let's do it again soon okay
1: all right thanks for having me on and yeah hopefully we won't be locked down in our uh, homes with soldiers are you still in our, what am i talking
2: about to our... oh, i was about mind. to ask you if you're still in new york and i'm still in la so who am i to talk <laughs> yeah.
1: i mean uh, yeah I'm, I'm going back and forth between new york and somewhere else right now trying to get to the somewhere else and stay there but it's slow going man it's not easy
2: Oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm not in New York. Um, I'm happy not. There's some other place you're like, dude, what is going on here? But it's basically wherever rich kids are really suck right now because all they want to do is follow the rules. They yep. all like to dress like hobos until the shit's shit the fan. And then they're really just fucking trust fund kids. And it's disgusting guys. Yep. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you guys. Love you, Johnny. Love you. Uh, XG, you guys are the best. We'll talk to you guys soon, so thank you so much. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, (laughs) open your mic. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some (laughs) interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron.
0: This is only the beginning.
2: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Him, foil, hack him, foil.